Welcome to the VoiceOver Insider free podcast, a service, of course, of Julie Williams' free VoiceOver Insider. For industry news, tips, and information, be sure to subscribe at www.voiceoverinsider.com. I'm Paul O'Connor, here to introduce our host, Julie Williams. What's coming up on the podcast today? Hi, Paul. It's just me, myself, and I today. And um, for those of you who aren't familiar with my work, here's a little bit about me, just an extremely abbreviated bio. I have garnered a long list of happy and loyal clients, including uh, Kraft, HGTV, Orbis.com, Pizza Hut, Pampers, Dillard's, Coca-Cola, Disney World, and Women's Entertainment Television, just to name a few. I've done thousands of voiceovers over the past three decades. I do most kinds of voiceovers, but not like animation or video games, mostly all the genres that are storytelling and communicating like uh, infomercials, um, commercial, uh, e-learning, medical narration. My bread and butter, in fact, is narration, um, e-learning explainers and such, and I'm a master medical narration specialist. I have taught hundreds of voiceover artists of all levels, from from beginners to seasoned coaches, actually, how to refine their craft. And for newbies, I've helped them develop their skills uh, to launch their careers. Now, I can't ever guarantee you that you're going to get work, but I can tell you that most of my students do get work. In fact, one of my recent students who was totally new um, landed 30 jobs in her first year. I do private coaching workshops, and I teach at the top conferences in the country. Today, I'm going to be discussing strategies for planning to make more money in 2017 than you did in 2016. The first thing, of course, is goal setting. We're going to talk about how to approach goal setting to increase the likelihood of you achieving the goals. And then I'm going to share some specific goal examples that you might be interested in making and actions that can help you with certain goals. I have a different approach to goal setting. I like to focus on action-oriented goals, and I'll explain that in just a minute. I feel like they set you up for success and not for failure. And here's why. Let me just tell you a story. A, a number of years ago, I decided I was going to lose 50 pounds that year. That was like a New Year's resolution. Well, by the end of the year, I had lost 45 pounds, but I felt like a failure. You know why? Because I didn't lose 50 pounds. I didn't meet my goal. Well, in what universe? is losing 45 pounds in a year a failure? (laughs) That's crazy. It's not a failure at all. My problem was that I set a results-oriented goal, and sometimes we don't have control over the results. So I believe now in setting action-oriented goals. So we can start with a dream, which some people might have called goals in the past, but our goals are what we can achieve. So success is actually within our control, not in the control of, say, destiny or, (laughs) as in the case of the scale, you know, the gravitational pull changing or something like that. So action-oriented goals. Decide your dream for the year, then create an action-oriented goal plan to achieve it. If you build it, they will come but you've got to build it. And that's an action. And these actions put you in control. Make the goals achievable. Don't be unrealistic with them. Think about your schedule. Think about the work you'll have to get done and how much can you really realistically do. The goal must also be able to be broken into smaller goals so that you can stay on track. And so you can divide them into, here's my annual goal. These are the quarterly accomplishments I need to make to progress in this goal. These are the monthly, these are the weekly, these are the daily. And in order to do this, I use a resource called Planner Pads. You can go to plannerpads.com and get them. Um, I like using paper appointment books, and these are fabulous. They are the best that I have ever seen 
and I have used like all the big ones. Your goal must be fluid. So if, say, you decide that you were going to make 10 calls a day, but that's not realistic anymore, that you would need to only make five because either you overestimated your time or circumstances have changed, you have to be able to adapt the goal without feeling like a failure. Maybe you even change your goal as you go along, and I'll talk to you about that in just a minute. You're listening to the VoiceOver Insider podcast. And if you haven't already, be sure to sign up for the free VoiceOver Insider at www.voiceoverinsider.com. I'm Julie Williams talking about strategies to help you make more money in 2017 than you made in 2016. We're going to get back to that. And um, I will also suggest some very specific ideas that you might be interested in right after this message. All right. We'll be right back after this short message. Julie Williams has been a voiceover coach for decades and has helped thousands of talents to launch a VO career, refine their VO performance skills, develop winning demos and marketing plans, and market themselves in voiceover. She's taught all levels from beginners to voiceover coaches. But don't take our word for it. Let's hear what some of Julie's actual students have to say. I've been a successful full-time voiceover artist for a long time now, and I've had other well-known coaches, but really, none can compare to Julie. What I love about Julie's coaching is she gets down to the nitty-gritty right away. No time wasted with abstract coaching techniques that can be hard to grasp and really ultimately don't improve the process. Now, Julie and I would be considered direct competition, but that hasn't changed a thing. She's there to help me and give me her best, which I've truly appreciated. She really cares about you as a person, which makes the coaching process so enjoyable. No intimidation, just encouragement. She's also exceptional with demo directing. And in very short order, I had a great variety of reads to include on two demos, which are working great for me, by the way. Julie will help you with all aspects of the voiceover business. Highly recommended. Julie isn't just a teacher who teaches during your time together. She's a coach who guides you through every step of your career according to your specific needs. You can find out more about Julie Williams Coaching at juliewilliamscoaches.com or by emailing her directly at julie at juliewilliamscoaches.com. Thanks for joining us today on the VoiceOver Insider Podcast. I'm Julie Williams, and I'm talking about strategies to increase your voiceover income this year by setting realistic goals and productive goals and determining the actions that it takes to achieve them. Now, I mentioned you want to reassess every quarter to see if this is still what you want to do. And then, of course, once you set the goal, you need to persevere and do what you planned. But if you bit off more than you can chew, then modify it. Again, the goal needs to be fluid. Make goals specific. If your goal is make more money, that's not good because it's way too vague and it's not action-oriented either. I'll have some specific examples in a sec, but if you're working with someone um, who is a coach, not just a teacher, the coach will guide you in all aspects of your career and think of you and things that would help you even when you're not in session with them. I'm a coach and guide my students to build skills, strategize for success, and implement their goals. A teacher really only spends the time with you that uh, fits within the session that you have with them. Okay, first come up with the desired outcome that could be more vague than the goals, but still give it a little specificity. I want to voice one audiobook a month. I want to get into voicing video games. I want to get into e-learning. 
Those are dreams which need to be fluid. You can change them at any time that you want to as you reassess the direction that you're going. I had a goal to do one audiobook a month at one point, and I marketed myself and I got hired to do six books over a six month period. But then I discovered that while I love to read, voicing audiobooks felt more like a chore to me. I dreaded going into the studio. It was a lot of hard work and not enough money. I make a whole lot more money in e-learning with a whole lot less time and work. So I redirected my action-oriented goals for the year. But let's say you want to voice one audiobook a month, okay? You want to write down the action-oriented goals that it's going to take to achieve that. These action-oriented goals will vary based on your current level of achievement, of course. But let's say you've never done an audiobook, okay? Some of the actions that you will need to do will include getting a professional audiobook demo together, getting a coach for audiobooks, gathering a list of audiobook producers together, research them through their websites, try to friend them on Facebook and other social media, join the Audiobook Publishing Association and attend their mixers, join audible.com to hear successful audiobook narrators, join ACX, that's a kind of a free pay-to-play site that Audible owns, and um, it's acx.com, audiobook Creation Exchange is what it stands for. Uh, you might want to start on ACX with a revenue share book for your very first book. It'll be easier to land, and then you will have a book under your belt. Then once you have experience, you have something for potential clients to hear, and you'll be taken more seriously because they can go hear you on Audible. On your goal sheet, you could then plan to contact X number of audiobook producers per week because they need to know you're out there. Start with their websites because there may be submission instructions on it. Also, you want to see what genres this producer specializes in. If they mostly do Stephen King and you're more into voicing Dr. Seuss, then they're not the right ones for you to contact. And you'll look pretty stupid asking them for work or sending them a children's audiobook demo. They'll know that you didn't do your research. Don't ever be afraid to contact prospects, though. I mean, think about this. They're going to have to hire somebody. So you're doing them a favor. You're making their job easier by letting them know that you're there. You're building it. And if you build it, they will come. Of course, follow up with them, not with phone calls all the time after your initial contact. Send postcards, uh, emails with specific subject lines that could intrigue them, but also let them know your purpose, you know, to work for them. Once you've done all this, keep doing it because you need to keep building. If you build it, they will come. I use Planner Pads appointment books because they're the best at strategizing, planning, tasks, and appointment resources that I've ever seen, and I've used the most popular ones. You can find them at plannerpads.com. I also buy the, the separate monthly tabs for a couple of bucks because they have lots of space on each side of the tab page to help you strategize for that month. Once I write down all of the above, the dream, the tasks on the beginning of the year pages, then I divide the major tasks into quarterly, then divide the quarterly into monthly tasks, put on the monthly strategy pages. And then when I get to that month, I review the action-oriented goals for that month and write them on specific weeks. And then that week, I apportion the tasks by day based on what my schedule is like that week. You could decide to take the first month and, and find prospects to contact the following month or later while you also seek out work on ACX, or you could decide to only seek out, you know, a handful of prospects and focus on marketing to them for a couple of months and then repeat in the next quarter with a few more. That way you're focusing on just a, a handful of people at a time. How you strategize needs to be the way that's most comfortable to you, the way you'll most likely persevere through the goals throughout the year. 
Okay, let's say you want to do more e-learning work. There's lots and lots of repeat business here, trust me. Just like there is in audiobooks, you approach finding those prospects by searching the internet as if you're a company needing to hire a company to produce your e-learning. That's how you're going to find your prospects. If you've never done it before, like with audiobooks, your strategy will be if you build it, they will come. Start by getting training. Not to toot my own horn, but I do a lot of e-learning and narration training, especially since that's my bread and butter. Then I produce demos once talents are ready. You're going to need a professionally produced demo by somebody familiar with the industry. You'll seek out prospects. You'll contact them and follow up with them just as you would with audiobooks. Okay, so let's say you want to get into voicing video games. Your action-oriented lists could include contacting Dave Fenoy for training. He is great, and he is a coach, not just a teacher, rated one of the top video game voices of all time and gifted at developing talent as well. Your coach, Dave, would guide you um, about how to develop the right skills, assess the industry itself, produce a demo, get an agent, find prospects, or whatever else that it is you need to do. I'm not really familiar with that industry, so I'm not sure how you get work in that industry, but Dave or another coach uh, who is actively working in that industry would be able to. By the way, if you want to get a hold of Dave Fenoy, um, his email address is dreadman, as in dreadlocks, dreadman at mac.com. You could put on your list to attend some of the major voiceover conferences, no matter what kind of uh, voiceover you want to specialize in. They're great for connecting with people and for inspiration. But, you know, as for refining your craft and elevating your skill level, private coaching is really what's best. So to recap, determine your dream for the year. Strategize what the action-oriented goals are going to be to build it. Then eat the elephant one bite at a time, annually, quarterly, monthly, weekly, and daily. If you're working with a coach, let the coach help guide you and keep working according to your plan, because if you build it, they will come. Thank you for joining me today on the VoiceOver Insider Podcast. We'll have another free podcast for you next week with a surprise guest. And make sure you've signed up for the VoiceOver Insider. You can do that at voiceoverinsider.com. It's free. And that way you'll be notified when each weekly podcast is up and other fabulous things that are going on within the industry. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for joining me. We're glad you were able to join us today. Feel free to email Julie with any questions at julie at juliewilliamscoaches.com. We'd like to thank our editor, Morning Joy Lynn, who can be reached at morningjoy at voeditor.com. And of course, thank you for listening. Till next time, I'm Paul O'Connor, along with Julie Williams, wishing you prosperity in all you do.